The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jessie Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hello, Dave here. Just a quick note to let you know that um, we spoil the girl on the train pretty much from the very beginning of the review. Spoilers for the movie and the book. Despite the fact that we do say we weren't going to spoil it, we did accidentally end up kind of spoiling it. So don't listen to it if uh, you don't want to be spoiled. And here is the review. Hello, it's Dave. Oh, I'm sniffling. <laughs> um, it's Dave here. Um Again with my wife Kathy. Hello. We are in our winter jackets. We must it's be official. Sick. Yeah. Are we sick? No, I think you're sick. It's freezing. We're in winter jackets. And it's uh, the end is nigh. It's Thursday night. Had a long day at work. Uh, we booked to see the girl on the train, which we're on the way to. Um, I'm not really. I'm feeling. I, yeah, I think I must be sick. I'm. I'm feeling like I'm tired. I'm not really. I'm not flu. in the mood I don't for think this. You're sick. That's that's a sickness. That's a legitimate. I'm in the mood for it. It's an event movie. Sickness. It's exciting. Everyone's talking about it in work today. Are they? Yeah. Has anyone seen it? No, no one's seen it yet. So I think it's just fun to for us to be going to see a movie that everyone's talking about and going to see. I haven't heard a single person talk about it. Oh, this. interesting. Not a one. And everyone was talking about the book. Well, this was the biggest book of uh, last year, really, wasn't it? Or well, I just made that up. O- yeah. I just pulled that I out where of you my got arse. that stat from? In terms <laughs> of like the bestseller, like a thriller, it was up there. Um, so you've read it 
Yeah. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell me what it's about. I won't. Here's what I know. It's about a girl who's on a train. There's a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's on a train. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she's on the train. Then I've seen the trailer. You've seen the trailer, which is a really good so, soundtrack, doesn't it? The trailer. Uh, yeah, was there some poppy song that they did it's a cover like, of? Could you be so hot? That's right. Which is very. Which I've been singing for like two weeks since I saw the trailer. And that's what Fifty Shades of Grey did with the Beyonce track. Yeah, this right, is Kanye West. Trailer. And it's Kanye West. Which so I didn't know until Tessa, our very good listener, told me. Don't you think it's. In- Hello, Tessa. Don't you think it's interesting um, that like in the 80s and 90s there was always sort of a, 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 a big song? That would hit the charts. That would be related to a movie, and I heard the movie. I think we've discussed this already. No, I don't think we like have. We discussed Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. Oh, we did. Okay, yeah. but um. But are these songs in the movie though? Or are they just in the let trailer? Let me finish my point. Oh, sorry. Um. Well, that was my point. Oh yeah. So you've just stolen it from <laughs> me. It was it like wasn't that now. Okay. <laughs> but I was building up to it. I was yeah. like, I had the flow going. But yeah, basically, so that sort of disappeared in the last ten years. But now. Now songs are appearing as like exclusives in trailers because I remember that Fifty Shades of Grey Beyonce thing was like a big deal and there was teaser tweets going out like the new track from Beyonce remixed in this Fifty Shades trailer. Is that what this big event? Is this one? Were they making a big deal of this one? No, I don't think so. So maybe this is a bad (laughs) example. But anyway, I was just thinking of that Beyonce thing and that. But it's a really. I would say the girl on the train is one of the best trailers I've seen in ages. That being said, I also never watch trailers so. Um, but but interestingly, the only so the only differences I can see between the book and the movie because I don't quite remember the books. I read it probably about a year and a half ago, and, and I bet you I read, read it in a day. Yeah, as I mentioned on our last um, podcast. Also with thrillers, you read them really quickly, but it's a good thriller. Like I remember being up till three a.m. reading, which I never do. I couldn't put it down. But the main difference I can see is that it's set in America, but the book's set in London. Oh, but okay. Emily Blunt's in it, so I, I don't know, know if she's that. playing someone from London or not. She's in the book. She's in the movie. How did she get in the book? Um, And so, oh, yeah, the key point, I mean, the key point that we know, which is not a spoiler and was in the trailer, is that somebody on the train sees something, Emily Blunt, sees something off the the train. Um, And it's not like, I think there's an Agatha Christie book where two trains going in opposite directions, somebody sees a murder on the opposite train is that murder on the Orange Express I'm not sure but this is like she sees it it's stationary it's like getting the train past somewhere the train is stationary Um, no so anyway the train is moving but the event is stationary they've kind of conveyed it in the trailer I think so it's not a spoiler Um, she's an alcoholic as I mentioned in our last podcast anyway I don't think that's in the trailer oh isn't it well she looks like a bit of a mess so, so yeah. wait, if someone looks like a bit of a mess, they're an alcoholic. No, which is in the trailer. So they they're conveying like, that she's not probably. If they had there. a rough night and don't put their makeup on, they're an alcoholic. I <laughs> know, but in the book, she is an alcoholic. So anyway, I'm excited. You're not. You've got man flu. Why didn't they call it the alcoholic on the train? Because you can be both a girl and an alcoholic. But w- <laughs> also, she's not a girl. She's a woman. <laughs> so I kind of object on another level to this whole the girl in the whatever, like the girl. Nah, the, the girl. What's the girl with the dragon tattoo? The name, dragon tattoo, which I love. Amy Schumer took the piss out of and called her biography "The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo." Yeah, it's funny. And then I started reading a book last year, actually called "The Girl in the Red Coat," which was about a girl. It was about a kid who was kidnapped, and I stopped halfway through. I was like, I don't need to read this book. So that's enough for a trend. 
right? Oh yeah, but there's loads Titles of things with called the girl that. With yeah. the something. But like really, calling someone in her mid thirties a girl like you did in our Ghostbusters podcast is a bit weird. Oh, don't bring that up. <laughs> we should Shame. rename our. Dave podcast. didn't want to publish that podcast because he was so embarrassed afterwards. We should. Th- that's not. Well, that is true. Yeah. Uh, we should rename our podcast to the girl with the recorder and her husband. The girl with the man flu ridden. What's, what am I trying to think of? Hypochondria. Man child. Yeah, man child. The girl with the man boy. The girl, the girl with the man boy yeah. sounds. <laughs> sounds really weird. I don't. It's an upsetting yeah. title. Anyway, this is that when we start rambling, so let's get off and well, we are get here, chocolate. So this is good timing. We'll see you on the other side. Let's all aboard. All aboard the girl on the train. I hope this film doesn't get derailed. Let's get all our puns out here now. No. I hope it stays on the tracks. No, I don't want to engage in this. I hope uh, you conduct yourself appropriately. Conductor, train conductor. Bit of a stretch. Okay, bye. I used to watch this perfect couple. They were the embodiment of true love. I want to start my life over again. I saw her. I saw her from the train. She was she was with this man. Just for a second. Is this her? To a woman so It's cold. We it's are <laughs> We're just out of the girl on the train. I was going to say the girl from the train. That's different. She's not from the train. I mean, literally, well, she spends a lot of time. Thirty percent of the train of the movie is her on a train. <laughs> her on, on the I was train. Like, like <laughs> public transport's expensive, right? Like, how much is she spending on train tickets? Um, so, we're, firstly, we're not. We won't do spoilers immediately. Let's just discuss our general thoughts on the film in case you haven't seen it, and uh, we'll give a spoiler warning in a little bit. So, do you want to go first? Oh, let's give give a quick synopsis, maybe. Um, just a oh, look, trailer. I don't That's think we need to do Go a watch the trailer. We kind of did one in the intro. She's on a train. She's on a train. Um, so first reaction is, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I remember the book now. I remembered it, so I can speak as a book reader. Um, it's a completely literal adaptation of the book, and it didn't work for me as an adaptation. Interesting. The immediate comparison is Gone Girl, which was a brilliant adaptation. Like almost a better movie than a book but just done both done really well but this was just like because there's a really good format to the book where it flashes back to different time periods and you're reading from an unreliable narrator which is always really cool when when the narrator is wrong um but in the because she's drunk and she blacks out and all that stuff but in the movie you're just watching her just be drunk and it's like and the flashbacks didn't quite work for me i felt like they were um slightly confusing I'd be interested to hear what you think because I thought if I hand read the book I'd have been a bit like what's going on oh really (laughs) and look I enjoyed elements of it I certainly I certainly enjoyed it I'm really glad I saw it and it was like you know it's fun to go and see I always love seeing a movie when I've read the book but I will never watch it again didn't work for you I wouldn't give it a great review like I'd, I'd advise someone to go and see just for the sake of going to see you know a fun thriller like not even fun like 
an enjoyable enough thriller, but it's com- like you can tell that they adapted it very quickly. Like the book was a phenomenon, and I'd say they just rushed the whole thing because they've got a really good yeah. cast, and they're all just kind of wasted in it. Um. Anyway, what about you? I completely, I completely agree. Well, I've got a different point of view, obviously. Um, yeah, could you follow it? Yes. Oh, no, right, okay. I could completely follow it. Um. Firstly, Ooh, the word thriller is interesting because that's how it's, I guess it's being marketed as what I thought it was. Yeah. But it was in no way thrilling. Yeah, I know what you mean. It at lagged, any point. It? Uh, no, but at no point was it thrilling. It's a mystery. Yes. Yeah, it's, a mis- it's like a, that's yeah. That's what was propelling it mystery. along. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a murder mystery. <laughs> well, there's your spoiler warning. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> um, that's not a spoiler. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, I oh think well, we'll put a spoiling <laughs> word. I don't think that's a spoiler warning. Well, in the tra- well, you don't know that there has been a murder okay. for a very long time in the movie, and it's not mentioned in the trailer. Okay, right. So I think we'll we'll do full spoilers. Okay. Um, so yeah, I could follow it the whole time, and to be honest, what you were describing was the thing I enjoyed most about the movie. Oh. What, what you didn't like was that I liked. Um, I liked her as a protagonist. I found her interesting. She's really good. Like, Emily Blunt's amazing. Well, her performance was exceptional. Yeah. Best thing in the movie. She's brilliant. Uh, she played an alcoholic really well, I thought. I, I mean, I have limited And experience. I felt a lot of sympathy for her. But that's what that's the thing. You 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 sympathise with her, but you also kind of hate her. I know, you're she's like, annoying oh, just stop. And stupid. You know what? If you're going to get that drunk, just stay at home. Yeah. You're getting trains from, like, where does she live? Somewhere that's not Manhattan. Like, she's getting quite long distance trains it's like us getting a train to like Birmingham right every day that was the impression I got and being completely yeah. pissed she's on a the very, train she's a very pathetic stumbling around the place but anyway uh, to describe my thoughts on the movie um, I didn't it didn't work for me at I all I hear you sighing a lot oh my god me. so much sighing I was kind of with it for the first <laughs> the half the guy on the other side of Nick was sighing too was he so I was just listening to sighs <laughs> on both sides I would say it's not a great movie it's fine it's completely serviceable. It felt very much like a low-grade um, murder mystery. Yeah, ver- this is B. This is B. Gone Girl. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Gone with you, girl. This is Gone Girl. Uh, this oh yeah, another movie that has the name Girl, girl in, in the title. This wants to be Gone Girl, um, but the <laughs> book's as good as the Gone Girl book, so they fucked up the movie adaptation basically. Didn't it? Didn't work. It was it was very ho hum. Okay, now that we can what talk about what does ho hum mean? Spoiler. What does ho hum mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's like paint by numbers. It was, oh. it was just dull. It was like, and it was th- the problem with it was that it was, it actually turned out to be a very boring, straightforward plot that was wrapped up in this sort of pretentious shell with a with a, a, a deconstructed because now narrative. Because they're spoiling him. Um, what was so cool in the book and is so cool in the movie is um, that moment. It, it was way better the in twist. the book, though. The moment when you realise the husband was abusing her. No, okay, didn't buy it at in all. In the book, it really worked, you see. It didn't work in this. Uh, it was so stupid, and I could not buy into yeah, it. Yeah, it was like how melodrama. Can, how can it just... That's like, we need a twist. She wrote the twist backwards. Um, it doesn't hold It doesn't hold up for me. Like, how, how could you be in a in a relationship with someone married to someone and not have any idea first because of all not have any idea that you're a drunk. I know, so he would get her drunk and then abuse you, her like there's levels of drunkenness how could she completely forget everything but every you, time and to some level like I've been I, I'm not a blackout drunk but I've you know those moments where the, the you know you, you even if you have blacked out the, it starts to come back to you after a few days yeah, oh, she, some people deep are in her she'd drunk. have a feeling 
I know, but, but she said that she on. had a feeling. She said, I don't feel like I did those things. But my husband, who I trust, has told me I did them. You know what I mean? And like okay. some people, I know people and very few of them, but there are some people who just who literally black out when they drink and they're cannot remember it the next day and if you've got a partner who's playing you with booze on top of it which he appeared to do he was a ridiculous character he was was. so two-dimensional and he was really good Justin Theroux was really good I am a man who no Justin Theroux could not save that character and I really like Justin Theroux and I think he did a good job with nothing he had nothing to do he had okay here's your character he's a brilliant um, beautiful parent uh, husband and dad by day and but he's like secretly um philandering everywhere oh and he's a murderer and he slaps like this when we need him to um it was just nonsense and also sorry the twist or the twist it was obviously him from the start i ruled him well, out you didn't think it was him from the start no way did you yes i did first scene with um the nanny and the wife i thought okay is the husband just shagging the nanny and he's and he's going to murder her and then i said no, that's too obvious. See, so you and you didn't think it because it was so obvious, and then they just went with the most obvious route. And I even heard the but the, it's not the most the obvious. You discounted it. But the girls coming out of the cinema even said uh, behind us. Did you hear their conversation? Yeah, they, they were saying were so that was the most they obvious. The whole movie. We do need to talk about them. They were saying the same thing that that was just the most obvious um, yeah. ending. It was so boring. Like there was five possible suspects, and I will admit, for most part, I was. They kind of could have been any of them. I wish it had been her, Emily Blunt. That would have been brilliant. They could have done, like, murder mysteries need to have a good ending. They're sort of. They're they're made or break by its ending. No, I believe you. They didn't do it right. I believe you. It's totally Because in the movie, it's like, oh, wait, so you've literally just remembered that he used to abuse you. Yeah, because you've had an encounter on a train. Yeah. Whereas in um, in the book, it's much it's much better how she remembers and it makes a lot more sense in the movie it was just like oh all of a sudden he's abusive now and oh. she remembers everything in like yeah, the split second which by the way was really cool when Lisa Kudrow was speaking to her because I was like oh yeah Lisa Kudrow's never in anything yeah very I mean, minor role a for her good cast like Lisa Kudrow Alice and Jenny who getting Alice who and are, Jenny who Jenny's I really like great as she, a cop I thought she was crapping it though, and she's one of my favorite actresses. No, I like her because she's nothing to do except, ooh, your ex-husband, don't you mean? Well, the girl um, Rebecca Ferguson did some good work. The um, who played Justin Theroux's wife, and was it Haley? Oh, I forget the name of the. Actress, I love her. Who played Megan? And the she was victim. a standout. And but I she, had to look her up afterwards because it was annoying me so much. I was like, why do I know her? And she's from Music and Lyrics, which is like top five movies for me. Love that movie. But she was she one plays of, a pop star. She was one of the most rounded, not ra- rounded, but she she was the one of the characters that had the the most interesting. Which was um, the point? She's the victim, right? We should care about her. Yeah, and I did, and she. Had, and I kind of liked the stuff with her and the psychologist. There's some nice stuff in there, but nothing really amounted to anything. It didn't if tie you're gonna together. have, as I said, if you're gonna have a big, it's all about the mystery, and then if it just turns out. Oh, um, the husband is shagging the nanny, and he murdered her because she's pregnant. I mean, come there on! Was a lot Could of you write a though. more melodramatic uh, ending? That's the that's the soap opera ending. But the, that's the reality. That's Dave. what I like, said. There were a lot of suspects. People are murdered by people they know. Yeah, but what's your point? That is yet yeah, fine. That's the reality. But like, it's supposed to be a, a pulpy escapist fantasy. It's not thing. supposed to be. It's pretty dark. Or what, whatever. But it should have. Oh, fantasies you live in. But, but I don't want to be in that fantasy. M- like. Murder mysteries need to have 
an interesting ending with an interesting twist that didn't deliver but the, actually any I'm taking the, the I'm whole ending was laughable it was saying bad murder, oh it was the ending in the movie was terrible Awful. it was like the bold and the beautiful but in the book it's like a psychological trauma book reflecting on like the inner world of this character and Fine. in the movie it was the bold and the beautiful okay I, b- I believe you and maybe maybe they, ne- la- they, they nailed the ending up. in the book but I'm just I'm oh, li- the book I was still only, a bit silly I'm I can only you. say what I saw based on that landing did not stick because of the, the, the pieces were not laid out properly the murder Didn't scene was grim wasn't it oh there was some oh I had to look yeah, away yeah it got quite violent very very vicious it was I mean, really it was, sad as well it was quite nicely shot look it's a, it was a perfectly serviceable movie it just didn't yeah. really amount to anything for me I saw that it was 50% in Rotten Tomatoes and I can see why that feels about right yeah um, let's talk about the, the girls behind us <laughs> oh, so annoying like <laughs> I did that okay. really passive-aggressive thing where I turned around and stared at them, <laughs> and then they all sniggered at me, but they kind of shut up after that. Okay, so first of all, the cinema was packed, yeah. and it's Thursday night. There's loads of showings of this, and our cinema never gets any business. So it kind of feels like this is going to be a decent hit, yeah. unless word of mouth kills it, which it might. I don't think so, though, because it's a huge bestseller, and it's got Emily Blunt in it, who's like a big British star. And she was great. Yeah. Again, we love you, Emily. <laughs> but... um. Uh, so these girls so the movie hadn't even started right the the certificate was coming up and what did they do I didn't notice this but you pointed me out I just heard talking behind me and then Cathy turns to me and says they're describing the entire plot of the book is that what they were doing to yeah, each other yeah they were going one of them's like oh I can't remember the other book I can't remember the book and the other one's going so it's about this girl who's an alcoholic and she gets the train every day and she starts seeing things and turns out her ex-husband's fucking the nanny and then she he murders the, the nanny she's literally saying and the guy next to me put his fingers in his ears so that he couldn't hear them and I, I really wanted to say like shut up I'm glad I couldn't I didn't hear that it's like something out of a like bad comedy that's so rude they were drunk though I think not drunk like the guy last week who was like pass out drunk <laughs> what they is were it like, with drunk people yeah. wanting to see the girl on the train <laughs> they were like yeah it's a cry for help they were like girls night out had a few glasses of wine drunk and then they were just talking through the movie which is when I turned around and gave them a really mean look and I actually wanted to shush them but they stopped so I was slightly disappointed and they were shaking their popcorn could you hear it <laughs> well, like, well, someone just shaking a bottle, a bottle I, of popcorn I'm sure they me. were just sticking their hands in it to get really some annoying. out I don't think they were just like doing a little musical <laughs> number like you. they were just shaking it and then at the end one of them said she'd fallen asleep so, yeah, heard so that. she was just wasted basically. they were definitely drunk yeah <laughs> why have we had so many drunken experiences I know it's weird well, associated with the girl in the train but it's um, a funny thing because I thought, oh fuck, this is really long. Like I was getting really bored, and then we came out, and it was like, oh, it was only ninety minutes long or something. No, it was about an hour and forty-five. Oh, was it? Uh, but it did. It was it a long hour and forty-five. The end, the end was. And draggy. the end was ridiculous, and I and I was funny as as things were happening. I kept remembering the book, yeah. and all I kept remembering was, oh, this was better in the book. But as I said, I read the book really quickly, and I'm sure on second reading, the book probably doesn't hold up either. Um, but it certainly held up more than that. But to be fair, like they have Emily Blunt, who's amazing, Justin Theroux, they have Alison Jenning, they have those two great actresses we mentioned who played the wife and the murder victim. They had Lisa Kudrow, which is like so cool to see her in a movie, and the husband of the murder victim, who we really like as well. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Who's he was good. He was Dracula. very um, physically imposing. He's sexy as well. He's um, He was hot. How, how much of a creep was she? 
She was a creep through oh, the whole movie. Oh, she was a creep, yeah. She's we didn't even discuss that. She's a psycho creep, okay, like, which I kind I, of enjoyed. I liked it too I because, what it, I, look, I totally sympathised with her. She had a terrible marriage. It was very traumatic and her husband was abusive. But all that aside, well, not that she, she rode a train every day just so that she could go past this house. And also, we need to discuss the fact that from the train, you were able to see that much of somebody's home and yet... Um, the murder victim and her husband are just like shagging openly in the kitchen <laughs> yeah, and with nobody the... else in the train is looking <laughs> like just Emily Blunt everyone else just like you know no big deal they've got the, the blinds up yes yeah, it's just they absurd it was you so said it was silly. set in London in the book yeah where were they where were they getting the train from was it I don't remember because we didn't live here when I read it so was it I, my train I don't I wouldn't have noted the area because we didn't live here um, I mean really though anytime we've got the train into London I'm always looking at the window <laughs> and thinking what are the lives of the people on the other side of the glass let me sketch them and then at the end of the movie she's got a terrible wig on and she's going back on the same train I'm like where are you going no, lady Kathy, this time it's different because I'm a different girl and I'm facing a different future Oh, and get and who it was something was like good that. as well. It was the girl from that seventies show. No, she's and not good. Orange is the new black. I thought she was good in it. No, I, 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 she's a bad actress. I'm sorry if she's <laughs> somehow magically listening to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm but, pretty uh, sure she is. She was bad in that seventies show. She's listening to this consistently. She, th- she was bad in that. One, where you go? I'm she thinking we should. I'm just thinking we should wrap this up. She was bad in that um, one episode of Orange is the New Black I saw. Um, She's she's not good. Oh, I liked her in this though. Um, imagine Why? like what did she do? you offer your. I was just I thought she was good. Imagine you offer your couch to your friend for a few weeks to help them out, and two years later yeah. still there. Oh, she was like the character. <laughs> Please leave. But in the book, Emily Blunt, I'm pretty sure the main character shags the husband of the murder victim. She, like she gets really close to him, which they didn't quite convey in this because she's such a creep. Um, but they didn't go down that road in this. Instead, he attacked her. Yeah, rightfully so. Well, that wouldn't have really made sense. Yeah, they didn't have enough time. They spent all the time just on scenes of her on the train. All right, let's finish up. Yeah, let's wrap up. Um, I would say don't bother. That's well, that's, we've done that's, spoilers, so it's a DVD watch. I assume anyone at this point oh, listening has seen it, seen it or right. doesn't care. <laughs> so sorry for wasting your money. Sorry, you wasted your money. Uh, so follow us at uh, on Twitter at the Cinema. Let us know what you think of the Girl in the Train because you have seen it. Mm-hmm. We know that now. Uh, we're also on Facebook uh, at the Cinemile, or you can email us at uh, the Cinemile at gmail dot com. Uh, any final thoughts, Kathy? And leave us a review on iTunes if you manage to figure out. Yeah, because people can only do that from desktop, which is slightly weird. But please do it because that helps people find us. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all the, and our oh, business. Any other business? A final feedback: They didn't yeah, play. Can we go inside? They didn't play "Heartless" by Kanye West in it, so it was just for the trailer. Yeah, it was just for the trailer. Yeah. See, trailer, trailer. And who songs. was the music by again? It was someone quite famous. Uh, Danny uh, Elfman. Yeah, which I would say score wasn't particularly noticeable. I can't remember any of it. Serviceable sort of standard thriller. All score. I can remember is the music from the trailer, which wasn't thriller. in the movie. They should have. They should have post the success of the trailer added in that music, shouldn't they? The they should have ran music. it over the credits or something. They should have done something Maybe with Danny it. Elfman was like, no, you've paid me so much money. I don't know why he has a German accent I don't know in my either. head, but I reckon he... And it's funny because um, my friend Tessa, who was playing me the song last night, said she always imagined years ago that she would write a movie and have that song playing over a key scene. And she was really annoyed that this film had stolen that. But now we know oh they haven't. God. They've just used it for the trailer. Well, Tessa, I'm glad you didn't write yeah, this movie. So she can still, um, you can well, still write that scene, girlfriend. <laughs> we're very excited to finally Your see, movie will be we'll better. see Tessa's movie in years from now. And that song will come on. 
Yeah. And then we'll walk home from it. And say very nice things. We'll say very nice things. Yeah. Well, now we'll be honest. Yeah. Good luck, Tessa. <laughs> We're rambling on. Let's, yeah. go, let's okay. go inside. Bye. Okay, bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.